Tuesday with Tamika. Thank you all for joining me for another episode of Tuesday Healing with Tamika. We are literally two weeks away from the end of 2022. I like when things are ending. Most folks have unhealed trauma and unresolved issues with ending things. You all know that I believe that we successfully complete things in our life. We have successfully completed this year, whether everything on your goals and your to-do list is crossed out, we're crossing over. Many of you have successfully completed relationships. Some folks have successfully completed their life and not in a morbid way, but they have crossed over onto the other side. So I want us to take some time as we are really talking about celebrating all things. You know how we do over here on Tuesday with Tamika. We put things on paper on purpose. So I want you to write three to five things that you did this year that may in other people's eyes seem to be good, seem to be bad or indifferent, but that you have successfully completed. And I want you to take some time to celebrate yourself. We do not spend enough time celebrating our accomplishments and even, y'all catch this, even our failures because our failures, quote unquote, are teachers to our success. We have another amazing guest lined up for the podcast this morning, this week. And before I bring her on, I want to remind you all of the four pillars of Tuesday with Tamika. We believe in lifting as we climb, turning our trials into treasures, living a life to inspire and not impress, and allowing God, the big G-O-D, to fully restore us. My guest Tina Baker Baxter, Tina Baxter, let me get, let me put some respect on her name, is going to come in and share more jewels. So make sure you have your pens, you have your papers. Hey, sis, you got a minute? 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 Well, yes, I do. And thank you for having me, Miss Tamika. I'm going to tell you a little bit about me. Uh, I am a nurse, nurse practitioner. Uh, my specialty is geriatrics. My subspecialty is mental health. And I love the idea of the end of the year wrap up. I love the idea of finding closure to the end of the year because I look at it as a way to launch us into the next year. Mm. Um, and so I get excited about that very topic. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, I think that we are on a good wavelength. So geriatric nurse and mental health, those are two interesting fields. Um, the mental health part is definitely my love language. Mental, mental health is my love language. Tell us a little bit about what launched you. I like that word that you use, launched you into those fields. Well, I have always been interested in medicine and science. That's been my background ever since I can remember getting my first chemistry set as a child. But 
what I, I did is I volunteered uh, with my mom. If you knew my mom, anytime she volunteered somewhere as kids, we were automatic volunteers as well. <laughs> <laughs> so she volunteered at a nursing home. And so we would go in with her um, to the nursing home. And I developed a love for older adults and just talking to some of the seniors and finding about about their lives. I found that so fascinating to me. And uh, fast forward to nursing school. And I remember sitting in class and thinking, you know, I want to know why this person is where they are. You know, what brought them to this point in their lives, right? Mm -hmm. And that began a journey in in me um, in loving working with people with mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Because my goal is for you to be better for having met me mm -hmm. and for me to support you. And so it, you know, and then to add that, uh, working in the nursing home, I did a lot of uh, mental health care with seniors in the nursing home and found out that some of those past traumas you talked about, uh, being able to find that end or closure with it, they never received that. Wow. And so when their dementia progressed, suddenly those things that we put in place to kind of stuff those feelings and those barriers we have are no longer there. And those floodgates can come open and staff don't know how to deal with some of that trauma. And that's where I found uh, my love in that I wanted to be able to help someone to reach that state of closure. Mm. Wow, that is so interesting. As you as you are chatting, are talking so, so, so much is, is really coming up for me. I, I want to start by, on episode 120 of this podcast, we talked about the symphony of life. And we talked about how things like your mom making you all volunteer and go to, you know, the senior citizen home, how that really played into the music that we are going to play in our life and the way that people are going to hear us and receive us and, and the, the way that we are going to make noise in this life. I, I, I love, oh man, and, and gosh, there's so much to unpack here because even like you were talking about the trauma that folks have experienced, how that is a symphony. Sometimes music is loud and reckless, and sometimes it's beautiful and, and pleasing to the ear. It really depends, but, but there's many moments and many instruments that add to the symphony of our life. I want to kind of dig a little deeper, to, Tina. Here on this podcast, we believe in transparency and authenticity. What are some more of those symphonies even in your life that have added to the complexity of who you are and all that you do. And then after you answer that, I want us to talk about how do we start playing our own music so that trauma that's trapped inside of our body does not wait until we get into our late ends of our lives. Well, I'm, I'm going to start here first to say, you probably aren't aware of this, but music has been a very big part of my life. Wow! <laughs> and I actually played the clarinet through uh, from elementary school through college. Oh, wow. I also sang in the choir uh, since I was about four years old. Wow. <laughs> and be I've doing been this classically thing. trained as, as a singer, yes. 
I, I love how God does that. Listen, y'all, TWT family, we did not talk about this. This is totally nope. a God thing. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So when you talk about that soundtrack, is what I like to think of, is that soundtrack in our background of our life, you're mm -hmm. right. Sometimes things are clamorous, all right? Mm -hmm. There are some days where I am uh, feeling the whole screaming, heavy metal, banging, okay? Yeah. Going through life because something's happening. But there are other times where it's just a quiet uh, soliloquy, right? Mm. Very quiet. And it just takes you. And so with the, the background that we have, the things that happen to us, we also go through these seasons. Mm -hmm. So you, if you listen to classical music, you'll notice that a lot of the uh, composers will compose for the different seasons. Mm. So you may have something in the music that's loud and boisterous. And you hear the cymbals and the banging of the drums. And then it comes, you'll hear the flute and the piccolo a little bit later. And it'll be quiet because they're telling a story. Yeah. And so oftentimes it's the story of our lives that has this background of, of the music. And so this soundtrack that comes with our lives. And so from, you know, that first time that you stubbed your toe or touched the hot stove as a kid, right? Mm -hmm. That informs you. That informs you, don't touch the hot stove, okay? Mm. That's bad. You learn that from that traumatic experience, you learn that. And it's like that with anything that we go through. And it's how we navigate that that makes all the difference about what that music is going to sound like in our lives. Mm. So um, in full honesty and transparency, I just lost my father this past month. Oh, wow. And I knew it was coming. Here's the thing. I'm a nurse practitioner. I talk to all the doctors because I'm the medical professional that has to explain all the stuff to the rest of the family. Mm -hmm. And so I knew what was happening because I had experienced it as a clinician before, having had those conversations with families and having those tough conversations and saying that, you know, they've done all that they can do. But it's different when you're in that season and you have to explain that to your mother, right? Ooh. I'd explain to my mother uh, and give her that release to know that she had done what she could. There's nothing else that she could do. There's nothing else that the doctors could do. Because I realized when it comes to that time of life uh, for the surviving children, for the surviving spouse, there's often a lot of guilt. Did we do everything that we were supposed to do? And I had to help her through that process of understanding that you've done everything you promised him. Yeah. Dad made the decision. He did not want to be resuscitated. His body was shutting down. And this is what this meant. And so to be able to explain that to her and put that in layman's terms, but then to also look at how I responded to that. In that yes. Situation. Because unfortunately, I know all the stuff, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know what's gonna happen. I know, you know, pretty much how the body functions when it's getting ready to when you're, you know, getting ready to shut down. And I could just see it all in front of me. 
And so I had made my peace with my dad. Uh, We had a great relationship, but I had a chance to have a great conversation with him and see him when he was able to communicate with me. Mm. And I sort of did my grieving ahead of time, in a sense, because I knew what was going to happen. And I had prayed about it. And see, about a year before he passed, I saw what was happening because I saw it happen with his older siblings. You know, it was just like, okay, it's getting closer and closer. And so when he had his first illness, I went to the Lord and I said, I'm not ready yet. Mm. I am not ready yet. (laughs) Do not do this to me. I am not ready yet. In the meantime, I'm also dealing with my husband's chronic illness as well. And I'm like, this is too much, Lord. Wow. So I asked him, I said, God, give, give him some more time so that I can be prepared. And so I remember about Hezekiah turning his face to the wall. Yeah. Come on. And so I said, I'm going to ask God for more time. And God was gracious enough that he gave us that time. But here, here's what's key in that time. Dad rallied a little bit. He got healthier. We were mm-hmm. able to take him out. He was able to visit. I took him to a play, a musical, and he absolutely loved it because it reminded him of his time being in Germany when he was in the army. Wow. And it, it, we saw the sound of music and he just loved it. And so I was able to have that time and fulfill my dream of taking my dad and my mom out to the theater and enjoying ourselves and having a grown-up time without, you know, kids, grandkids, all this stuff. Just having grown-up time with my parents. God honored that. And so when it came time for to let him go, because I knew his body was shutting down and I could see uh, the diseases ravaging his body and I knew he was in pain, I was ready to let go. And I was at peace with that. Um, And it's understanding that I'm in that season of my life Mm. where parents are getting older. Mm -hmm. I'm getting older. I've got great nieces and nephews now. Wow. <laughs> by the way. Um, so I had to I had to understand that this is a part of life and these things are gonna happen and these are seasons that we're gonna go through. And I realized that because of our faith, and I knew he was in the, he was in the kingdom that I was going to see him again. He he's not really gone. He's just gone. He's just in another place, yes. a place that I I'm looking forward to going. And so for me, I just kind of felt such a sense of peace so that I could be there for my family, for my sister, for my nieces and nephews who didn't understand my, my uh, four-year-old nephew who decided that he didn't want to go up to the casket because he's like, Papa's heart's not there. Oh, you know, and to be there for them. He, he had made his peace too. Yeah. (laughs) He had had prayed about it and he made his peace on his own. That's it. So, you know, um, going through that season, has helped me to be able to help other people as they navigate this. And so, because I can say, I understand not everything that you're going through, because maybe your relationship with your dad wasn't great. Right. Maybe there are some unresolved things that you had to deal with your father or your mother or Mm -hmm. whoever, and you need to work through that, but we can help you through that process. Yeah. 
so that's that's where I see life as kind of a, a river that it flows. And sometimes you're in the rapids and sometimes you're in the, you know, the shallow end and sometimes, you know, so I look at everything and how it flows in your life. And as the music in your life plays, know that you're in that season, but guess what? It changes. It's the tempo changes. It gets yes. faster, it gets better, it gets slower. So look for those, those clues of when those seasons that, that when the music is changing, uh, music plays such a big part of my life. Uh, when I was going through a particular time, I was a hospital in, in, in hospital administration. I was a supervisor and manager of a psychiatric unit. And it was during that time that I went through a lot of self-reflection mm -hmm. and realized that middle management was not necessarily for me. Oh, let's talk. Oh, good Lord. That's the word. <laughs> and my staff knew that when I played um, Shackles by Mary Mary, <laughs> it's time to leave me alone. <laughs> I don't want you to come knocking on my door right now. I, I got to work through some things because I would crank it up in my office because I had to deal with some stuff yes. and go back out there and, you know, you fix your face and do all the stuff that we know we have to do yeah. to go back to work. Um, but it was during that time that I realized that if I was going to make a change in my life, I had better do it now. Mm. And so every year I choose a new theme song for the year. Oh, I, oh my gosh. I love that. That's TWT. my soundtrack. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is so good. TWT family. I want you after as soon as this episode is over right what will your theme song be for 2023 that was so good and i'm gonna do that as well and now for commercial break Hey y'all, it's Keely, and I'm an independent gospel artist and songwriter from Houston. In 2021, I released my first single, Rescue Me, which was inspired by a hardship that me and my family went through in 2020. Back then, my husband, myself, and our two little ones experienced temporarily homelessness, but in that moment, all I could do is cry my heart out to God, not realizing that I was really creating music. But look at me here i am now using the gifts that god has given me and if you choose to come into my space you can expect to be inspired and encouraged through my vulnerability and my transparency you'll also get the first look at my growth as an artist and my creative process so be sure to look me up on instagram at keely official and don't be shy to say hi i'll see y'all soon There were some things that you said that really stuck with me. You know how you eat a, a good bowl of like stew and it just sits mm -hmm. with you a little bit. Mm -hmm. and, and one of those things that you said that you, you didn't directly say it, but you talked about self-reconciliation and all the things of life, right? You, you talked a lot about just the self and how even when your dad was transitioning, you had grieved and you had to come with your own kind of like self-reconciliation. Like this is 
his, his decision. It was his decision not to be resuscitated. It was his decision. How do family members of those aging folks that are passing, how do they reconcile? Or is, is there even like a process that people can go through? Or is it kind of just each person? So I, I want to ask that, how do we reconcile with the death of our loved ones? And then also you talked about how the music changes when it, whatever season we're in, do you agree or disagree that we are the conductor? We're the ones that have the ability to push pause or play. We can rewind stuff or we could fast forward stuff, or do we have to just let it play? And you could start with either one of those questions. <laughs> well, let's start. Let's start with 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 those difficult conversations with family members, uh, because I had one with my niece, mm-hmm. and you know she she went through this whole thing of, you know, we should sue, we should do all these things against the facility that he was in, and I had to explain to her. I said, just like your heart is an organ. So so is your skin. And when your whole body is starting to shut down, the skin and everything else starts to fail. Mm-hmm. Because my dad ended up with a bed sore and it was because of he just stopped eating. You know, they and they tried the NG tube and he ripped it out. So it was like <laughs> we're not doing that again. Yeah. Um, so he just went through this, this part where he his body just shut down, he stopped eating. And I explained to her that this is part of the process that process that happens and when I explain I sit down with family and I try to talk to them about what the wishes are as expressed to that person and oftentimes I just tell you know sometimes they're just tired Mm -hmm. and they're just done Mm -hmm. and then I say but look at all that they've done in their life and what they've accomplished they had a loving family, they had children, they had grandchildren, mm-hmm. they worked in, you know, they had a business or they worked for this company and they, they impacted people. When my dad had, when we had my dad's homegoing service, it was beautiful. Um, my cousins got up and talked about, you know, the adventures that they would have with dad because he would come pick up, pick them up too and take them off, do stuff. <laughs> he did the same thing with me. We talked about how he would take pictures um, at, at the church because he was a photographer as well mm-hmm. and videos and then he was the first videographer that they had at the church wow um and so then they talked about how uh, how dad was put on the security team <laughs> at, at church and that that made him so proud because you know he's all about that he was ex-military yeah. so he's all about that and so when they were talking about those things it was it was in testimony of a life well lived. Ah, so much to celebrate, right? Yes. And that's what I chose to focus on. And that's what I teach others to focus on. Look, they've accomplished what they needed to in this Mm -hmm. life. Now, obviously, if there's something like an accident or a, a death because of, you know, extenuating circumstances, then we have to talk about why that might have been, um, we don't know, but I said, you know, maybe that was keeping them from something, uh, some other hurt. Yeah. Realizing that we should celebrate them, right? Mm -hmm. As much as we can. And even if you, and I want your audience to hear this, even if you didn't have the best relationship with your parents, you can still celebrate them to say they gave you life. Mm. 
and for they gave you a chance to make your life count and matter. So whether or not they were there for you, whether or not they were abusive, they still gave you a chance. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Because they could have aborted you, ended your life, done all those things, but you have a chance now to make your life better and to make the lives of your children, your family better and to break that cycle. So if you have nothing else to be thankful for, nothing else to think about, uh, good for your parent, think about the fact that they gave you a chance. That's a good truth to focus on. As opposed to focus on the negative, because Mm -hmm. that's going to keep you into a cycle. And so you're talking about being the conductor of our music. I like the idea of us being the conductor. However, I think that God is the conductor. Yeah. And we play a part. You see, when you're in a choir, you have someone that plays the music. They're the conductor. And they'll tell you when it's time to increase the volume and when it's time to decrease the volume. They'll tell you when they want you to hold a note out for so long or if they want you to really get it in there quick. And so you need to follow the instructions of the conductor. What yeah. happens is, is that since this is a faith program, we're going to talk faith now. Come on, pre- we, give it to us. Come we on. We try sir. to conduct our own lives. Mm. But the, we don't know all the notes. <laughs> so we can't really do a good job of that. What we do is we respond to the conductor. And as he gives us the direction, then we change our direction. You see, when we try to direct ourselves, that's when we go into, into problems. Yeah. And so now as we follow the direction of the master, who knows the notes, who knows how it's going to end. See, he knows how he wants to end his symphony. Come on. We don't know how it's going to end, but we trust that the maestro knows how to get us from the beginning to the end. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, as you may know, if you're a musician, that there's what's called a reframe where you play the same thing over. And so you may go through a season where there's a reframe and you're like, I'm going through this again and again. And oftentimes when I'm circling the same mountain, where I'm having the same refrain, I stop and I say, no, wait a minute. If I'm going through this again, is there something I'm supposed to learn? Is there a note that I missed? Am I not quite on pitch? What's happening that I must do this again? And so we need to look at our lives that maybe it's it's part of that, you've come to that part of the song where you have to move through some things, go through that Mm -hmm. valley, deal with the death of a loved one. But maybe there's a repeating process because in the midst of that, there's something you have to learn. And one of the things that we learn by repeating and doing that refrain is called resilience. That's it. We learn how to be an overcomer. We learn how to move through that so that maybe your testimony Mm-hmm. Can be a blessing to somebody else who's going through who don't who may not understand what's happening because they don't understand the music. They can't read the notes. They can't see the signs. They can't see the symbols. But you've been there where they've been and you can help them mm-hmm. find their way. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes when things are not harmonious, 
and things are clashing against themselves and the music doesn't make sense it's because you are out of alignment with your purpose Mm. and what you're supposed to do and when that happens that's a signal to us to get back into alignment to bring things back into harmony Mm. it's not it's not always a negative thing because sometimes those things are for our growth Yes. And until we experience that dis that disconnect, that 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 you know, that when you that disharmony, that dissonance in the yes. tone, we won't understand where we're gonna get to that triumphal um uh ending. My one of my favorite, favorite classical pieces is the 1812 overture. Mm. And I, I, hey, y'all Google it, listen to it, listen to it on YouTube. It's because there's so many different changes in there. There's swells. And, and at the end, there's this, this triumphant mm. clamoring. Everything is working together. And you realize that it's all coming together in this culmination. And that's what I was able to see at the end of the life of my dad, that he touched so many people. By living his life simply and doing the things that he knew to do. Mm. He worked all his life at General Motors, retired from General Motors, but he had a second business as a freelance photographer and videographer. He was one of the first persons I've ever met that had a copyright and would copyright all his photos Uh and his trademark. Wow. Think about this. This is a this is a gentleman that worked for General Motors all of his life, um, pretty much. You know, graduated from high school, didn't have advanced degrees, but you know what my dad did? He took extra classes at the university because he wanted to learn about computers. Wow. And he took me along with him. This is a life well lived. Life well and, lived. And, and he had ups and downs. His music sympathy. Symphony went all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. But guess what? At the end, I am pretty sure I heard my Savior say, well done. Woo! Woo! Well, listen, Tina, if you was going to come and preach, you should have said that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that I'm an evangelist as well. It comes, it comes naturally. <laughs> good Lord, that was so good. And I felt the anointing on everything that you were saying. It was so rich, so good. I loved how you talked about that reframe. I I wrote down how we have to identify what's making, what's causing the reframe. And then the song, you said it's 1812 Overture? Yes. I am going to find that classical piece and I am going to put that in the show notes because I believe that it's something that's going to minister to us, something that's going to speak to us in a whole new way. So TWT family, what I want you to do as you are listening to this classical piece is I want you to ask God to open up your ears and open up your eyes to allow you to see and hear differently. Some of the reasons why we continue to go through these overframes, and Tina, you could help me if you agree, is because we are so stuck in what used to be what should have been, what could have been. And so the lesson hasn't been learned. We are unable to see the value. I love how God, what I do, what I call God winks. I love how he gives us these God winks. Cause even as I was opening this podcast and I talked about celebrating 
the life of someone that passed. Again, I had no clue. Y'all, we didn't talk about this, but God knew. And that's how God works when we are following his notes, as we, as we are allowing him to be the conductor, as Tina said. She has literally, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing else. <laughs> you have done a, such a beautiful job sharing so much content. I have a page of notes of just all the gems that you dropped that I believe are added to our treasure box of trials to treasures. When people really get that concept that God has the ability to turn our trials to treasures, it's like, it's mind blowing. When I, when God gave me that concept and when I started to truly believe it, the tire blowing out, why is this a treasure? Because there was probably an accident up the road that God is preventing me from the, you know, the, the hurts and the pains and the trauma that we go through. Just like Tina said, that adds to our symphony that adds to our, 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 um, soundtrack of our life. So someone, someone's going to cross our path and we'll be able to say, nah, uh, uh, watch, watch, listen to track 20. Track 20 is going to tell you how to get through that. Listen to track 42. For, track 42 will give you some instructions on how to get over that divorce or how to get over that life. So I literally want us to find our three music for 2023. But I want to add a second layer to that. I also want us to write down all the things, all the things that you can think of that have added to your soundtrack. For me, it was learning to, it was running track. That was such a huge, big part of my life. But another big part was that my mom was a, a, abused drugs. And I don't, I can't miss any of it. I can't just choose the stuff that appears positive. I have to add all of that to my soundtrack of life because it's what makes up the woman that I am today. Well, listen, Miss Tina, I'm gonna need you to be my community spotlight today and tell the folks <laughs> all the things that you have going on in your world, how we can further connect with you outside of the podcast. Um, so I want you to take some time to share what you have going on because clearly you are an amazing resource to folks in need. So go ahead and share with the TWT family what you have going on and how we can get in contact with you. Well, thank you for that. I have a couple of things that are coming up actually. Um, this month, I am doing an end of the year, uh, let's talk about getting your will done <laughs> event. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's virtual. It's online. You can find it on Eventbrite. Um, and I'm doing this and I'll certainly uh, email it to you so you can put it to show notes if you like. Awesome. Um, but I'm doing that because I want people to think about uh, taking care of their family. And this is a good time because it's the end of the year. You're getting together with family and Christmas and all the holiday stuff. And, and now's the time for you to kind of get your house in order. Yeah. Um, so I am doing that will workshop. It's free. Um, and, and to show you how to get your wills done, uh, full disclaimer, there is a commercial to it, but, uh, you don't have to, you know, 
get any of my services. You can go to any attorney you want, but hey, let's get the basic information. That's uh, so that, that is educational as well. And then the other thing is coming up in January um, with the Nurse Shark Academy, we're going to have our free online Facebook challenge. It's actually January 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, uh, 12 noon Eastern. It will be on our Facebook page. Um, you can uh, sign up for that as well uh, to get registered. And then there's a VIP uh, Q&A session afterwards if you want to join that as well. Um, and, I'll, and I just posted that yesterday. So um, I'll be putting that out. It's on our Facebook page, but I'll be putting more information about that. But we're going to talk about evaluating where we are um, for the last year as business owners and nurse business owners. We're going to talk about where we're going for the next year. And then we're going to do some inner work of making sure we're prepared to go forward and to grow in 2023. So we're going to be doing all that all three days. Uh, we have that available. And then um, I have a little bonus that I added on for those that attended and would like to. I've got a bonus workshop on strategic planning that I plan to offer as well at that time. So again, um, uh, you can join us on our Facebook pages. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Alignable, uh, or you can Find me at BaxterProfessionalServices.com, and I'd be happy to help. And then if, if some of your listeners need a wellness session, they can also talk to me about that on managing their stress. So we can do Love that too. Love it. You got lots of good, good, good stuff going on. TWT fam, I know that you were feverishly taking notes. Do not worry. Do not fret. All of her links to the Facebook group to her website, to all the ways to get in contact with Miss Tina will be in the show notes. So make sure you go over, listen, you guys register. It is never, ever, ever too early or too late to get your affairs in order as far as your will and as far as your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, never too late, never too early. So right now is the time. The fact that we're hearing this right now, December 20th, now is the time to make sure you register for these events because what you don't want to do is wait and, and be like how some of our folks do. I got to call y'all out and be out there making Facebook or, or uh, what do you, what do you call them things? GoFundMes Go and car me. washes mm -hmm. and we, we don't, we don't have to live that way. We don't have to do those things when we have our affairs in order. The Bible talks about being a good steward. We think that that only means with our money. We have to be a good steward with the entire life that we have been called to live. Well, Miss Tina, this has been an honor and a privilege. I thank you so much for gracing the TWT podcast. I know that you have been a blessing to me. So I know that you've been a blessing to the listeners. I would love for you to end our podcast with our signature question. And I want you, I want to do this a little bit different. In honor of your father, I want you to answer it the way he would answer it. What does living a life to inspire and not impress? What would that have meant to your dad? I think for him and for me, it's simply being who you are, mm. not not trying to be anyone else, but being authentically you 
And as has been my theme for the last year, unapologetically me. Yes. Love it. Beautiful way to take us out. And before, I guess before PP, you know, we church folks and we get a couple of closes in, we got to get a, <laughs> what, would, what is your, have you identified your song for 2023 yet? I have not identified my song for 2023, but my song um, a few years ago was Smile by uh, Kirk Franklin. And so, um, and then I have a a little song that I play before I go on stage when I'm speaking, Mm -hmm. uh, when I public speak. And and so I I use DJ Khaled. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All I do is win. It's just something that gives me, you know, energy before I go on and kind of helps with the nerves. But yeah, I'm I'm searching for a song for 2023. And uh, so if anybody has any suggestions, let me know. Email her, you guys. I love that. You know, 20, I think my song was Open Heaven by Miranda Clark. That was mm-hmm. my my song for a couple of years. And then I had um, Wait on Him by Maverick City. And then when I go out on stage, I always play um, Beyonce. I'm a survivor. So I either play that one or I play um, something Beyonce. That get me going. I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Beyonce's good for that. (laughs) That's right. Thank you so much for being a part of the community today. TWT fam, thank you, thank you, thank you for always listening, always sharing. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts for our my new TWT family, as well as anybody in Tina's community that is listening. Go over, rate the podcast, share the podcast. Listen, when we have good information, when you go find you a good restaurant that you love, you don't hold it to yourself. You tell everybody to go visit that restaurant. Let's do the same with good content. Let's do the same with good values and good morals and those things. TWT family, you all know what it is. We believe in living living a life to inspire and not impress. Lifting as we climb, turning our trials into treasures and allowing God to fully restore us. Make sure you go rate, like, share the podcast. Until next week, bye-bye.